I think it's coming up. Yes. It just takes uh, like a couple of seconds to come up. But anyways, uh, so hi ladies, welcome uh, to a new video. In in this video, I want to talk to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day, of course, first. Uh, but I also want to talk to you about um, how can you get, you know, an X out of your head? Like, how can you stop this obsessive thinking if this is something that you're struggling with? And um, and this is a question that that came up in our community, and this is something that I that I see is in comments and conversations in other communities too. It was something that I personally struggled with um, for actually quite a long time until I started to you know uh, make these little distinctions between how how can I help myself out of that out of that place. And so what I want to be doing with you uh, in this video is. Um, I'll talk to you about the reasons why you might be in that place where you're thinking obsessively about your ex and also so that's the first part and then the second part um, I'll give you along with every one of these possible reasons what can you do about it instead to just help yourself out of that play, place and I know that it's it's not easy um to be going through that it, just please understand that that anytime i talk to you i'm not talking from a place of uh judgment or pointing fingers i'm always talking from a place of compassion and knowing how it feels like and this is why i just want to you know um benefit you and give you as much value as i can because it always feels good you know to just feel like the pain that we have been through was because was for for a higher reason for you know a better purpose that is for sharing this this knowledge and wisdom with other people so that hopefully they don't have to struggle as much as we did yes um anyway so let's struggle with the uh, let's start with the first one let's struggle we don't want to struggle let's start with the first one um so one of the first reasons why uh, why you might be thinking, you might be obsessively thinking about your your ex is that we obsess whenever we don't have the thing or the person in our lives. And so it's like, and so obsessive thinking is an extreme reaction to unresolved goals. Um, and um, actually the, the, the other day I, I started to, to pay more attention to that because uh, I was looking at, um, you know, makeup kits and there was one in particular that I liked very much and, and, and I did not make the order um, to, to get it. And so I finished that and then I was doing other things and it could not keep my mind off that makeup kit that I was looking at and that I really wanted to get I was like that's that's interesting because I have I have you know I have other other makeup things like why am I thinking you know so it was like stuck thinking about that thing over and over again and uh, and this ties really well to what we're talking about right here and that is most of the time we think obsessively about the things that we don't have. The minute you have it, chances are you lose so much of the um the um the drive or you feel like, oh my God, like I so I've been thinking about having that, you know, phone and then now I have it. It's like, oh, okay, well I have it. So like you have it, you know. Uh now the problem is because when when we when we think about things obsessively and this and this is a sign of you know having so much attachment and having that as an unresolved goal now the problem is because 
you can't act on it. You know, you can't act on that thing. You can't do anything to have it back. And so the only thing that you have left is the mental obsession. Um, and so it's like you feel like you're running a loop in your mind and it feels like you are, you know, you're achieving something. But in reality, you're not. You're not achieving anything but 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 by having this kind of thought. But you know better that it's not effective. So you know better that thinking over and over again about the same things, the same situations, keeping your, your ex alive in your head, you know that it's not effective, that it's messing up with your serenity, um, with your ability to focus on other things in your life, at work, for example, and it's probably affecting your sleeping or your general physical um, health. I know for sure it did that for me. I, I remember I got to the lowest weight I've ever been to um, in my life. It was like 38 kilograms. That's around like 80 pounds, I think, if I do the conversion rate. And so if you're ready to move from this thing that, that's not serving you, then first you need to understand that a mental obsession is a habit and habits can be broken and they can be broken whenever they are replaced with something else and so it, one of the easiest no not easiest one of the most effective ways of breaking a habit is by replacing it with something else yeah so, so you don't want to quit small smoking but you want to replace the smoking with something else that meets the same needs that you've been using smoking to meet, right? And so the first, you know, thing is to understand that this is just a habit. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not mistaking, you're not crazy. It's just a habit that you that you got into. And what you need to do is to get yourself out of that habit. And so you have an attachment to this person and there might be triggers you know, like, for example, you live in an area where you drive by a place where you used to sit down together, or this is a place where you met each other, or, um, you know, like you still have things around that reminds that, that remind you of, of him. But what we need to do right now, so this is for this step, what you need to do instead of just doing that, instead of constantly focusing on your ex, is to set an exciting goal and to to set, you know, to set your focal point to to, to make that new exciting goal your focal your focal point. And instead of you know being in that loop, being caught up in that loop uh, for a while, and so. The first thing maybe that you that you would want to try to experiment with is to find something in your life that's more exciting than this person. You know, maybe you need to do some some digging if you don't have it, you know, right on top of your head. Maybe you want to create something from scratch. And so part of it is understanding that this is harming you, that, that this habit that it's harming you, it's not serving you. And the best thing that you can do is to focus on what you can control and what you can achieve. And I know that in the beginning, it might feel ridiculous and you might feel, and you might even doubt it because sometimes it gets worse before, before it gets better. Uh, but remember, we are creatures of habit. We are creatures of habit and you will, relearn this. And one thing to remember here is that 
every time you think about somebody, you keep that person alive in your mind and you keep yourself energetically connected to that person. And that means you are unable to move beyond to move beyond that place of being together. And so you don't you don't want to just disconnect from them physically being meaning you are in one place and he's in another place, but you need to also know how to break um, yourself free from that person energetically and emotionally by stopping thinking about him. Another reason why we obsess about the, um, um, you know, thinking about the ex is that we are still emotionally invested and we are attached to the familiarity of the situation, believe it or not, but we actually prefer a familiar pain over an unknown. And so what this means is that it's easier for you to think about your ex and feel pain that you have felt before many times than actually work on improving something in your life, about yourself, or even solving a problem that you need that you need to be working on. Because these are all new territories. These are things that you've never that you haven't done before. And new things that take you out of your comfort zone and of your familiarity. Um, and most of the time, our bodies, our minds, and our 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 um, nervous systems they they don't want us to to go into 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 a new zone, into a new experience. Why? Because it means that you are going to exert new energy, new effort. And so it's always easier for us to just keep thinking about what we have been thinking about before, even if that thing is not working, even if it's not effective, even if it's hurting us. You know. Um, this is actually, it's wired in our system as, as human beings. Again, it's not just about you. This is something that we all as human beings experience. So I keep repeating that because this is something that I got caught up in years ago. I thought that I was the only person who was doing that. I was the only person who's going through that. And I almost thought that I was like, Maybe I'm crazy. No, you're not. No, you are not crazy. This, these are like general and universal patterns that people all over the world struggle with. It's not just you. Reason number three is that you still see your ex, whether it's a person, through mutual friends, or on social media. So in that case, what you need to do is you need to, again, disconnect from that person energetically by either blocking them on social media, muting them, um, or um, if you have mutual friends, then you want to basically ask your friends to not bring the subject up anymore. And I know that it's not an easy conversation to have, but if they are good friends and they are willing to support you, they will understand. And they will, you know, quit bringing the subject or, you know, talking about that person because they, they know you have made it clear that this is something that you don't want to be part of. So they will not do it. <clears throat> and um, um, so you might be thinking that acting as if nothing happens or not, as if nothing bothers you uh, makes you strong but it's actually the other way around. You know, strong people do acknowledge how they feel and they they are willing to have the conversation and to be open 
about how they feel with others and to have the conversations so that the, so they can move forward. And of course you need, you know, if you still not have done that, cut all kinds of contact if you can, because again, the more contact you have, the more likely you're going to continue to think about the person um, and it's going to make things more challenging. Number four is that you are letting it, meaning the breakup, bother you, either by talking about it a lot or not talking about it at all. Now, here's what I mean. Talking about it nonstop with your you know, family members or your friends, it basically drives those people crazy, even if they are too nice to be, you know, to, to admit that to you. And um, <clears throat> this is something that I did at one point. I used to talk about it like all the time with my friends. And um, it took me some kind of, it took me some time and more awareness to start to realize that my friends don't want to have the same conversation again. But at the same time, not talking about it at all and pretending that nothing happened, you know, it's it's not the right way to go about it because Again, when you do that, you keep all your energy and your negative feelings that you have suffered inside, um, and this gives it more power over you. So the right way to, to go about it is to just have one heart-to-heart -heart conversation with someone wise, someone of your, of your uh, family or your friends. Let it all out. Just talk your heart out, say, say it all. And if it helps, you can write it as well. This is something that I've done. I wrote it because I did not want to talk to, to anybody about it. I wrote it, that was a, um, another stage. Um, and then I started reading it out loud to myself. And what that does is that it just, it lets out the energy that it lets out the feelings, you know? Uh, so you can just let it all out in just one go and you probably, if you're going to talk to someone, then you probably need to talk to someone who is, you know, willing to listen to everything that you have to say without judgment. Because if we feel like we're judged, then then it's not helping. It's going to make us feel even, you know, worse about how we're feeling. And um, we're going to start basically doubt, like, why did we think that talking to someone would be even helpful in the first place, which it is if you have the right person to talk to. Number five, you might also be focusing on the wrong things. Uh, and by that, I mean, you're just thinking only about the good things about your ex and the good parts about the relationship. And this, this is thinking, you know, like about the most amazing things um, that your ex made, uh, how he made you feel, and how much it hurts without having him in your life. And if this is all you think about, then of course, like no wonder that you can't get over it because it, it's like it's like it's like your mind and your body are constantly trying to get back to that place of pleasure, you know. But if you're going to do that, then then try to remember the things that did not work as well, you know. And maybe again, it helps if you can get a pen and paper and just write the things that, that, that were not working. Because let's be honest, if the relationship was perfect and fantastic as you might be remembering it, then why did it end? Why are you not still together? So if you're not together, then that means that 
relationship was not working. And it's not as good as you might be remembering it, right? Um, and then one last thing that I actually wrote um, here in my notes is that sometimes, it, especially if this is your first relationship, or if it's a relationship that lasted for a long time for you, for years, for example, um, then the emotional bond that, and the connection that we've had with that person is maybe, you know, stronger because we've had that person as part of your life um, for a long time. And so this is why you might feel like you're so emotionally attached to it. And sometimes other emotions play part into that as well. And that is, if you believe that, that you allowed your your ex to do something to you um, and therefore you feel like you've been take, taken advantage of then emotions like guilt shame uh, frustration with yourself anger at um, at yourself they might be the reason why you're obsessively you're obsessively thinking about your ex because sometimes what we try to do is we try to um, is we try to punish ourselves um, or you think that you are punishing your ex by constantly thinking about the things that did not work in the relationship, how you've been struggling together, because you feel like, oh, maybe the more I keep thinking about those things, the less likely they're going to happen. It's like you keep reminding yourself of a mistake that you made because you feel like, well, if I can remember that I made that mistake, then I'm not going to make it again. And I'm here to tell you that it does not work that way. Being hard on yourself and punishing yourself is, it's not the way to move forward. It's not going to care to guarantee that you're not going to make the same mistake again. What is going to increase the chances of you making the same mistake is actually healing. It's allowing yourself to just forgive yourself and to, and to forgive that person as well. And uh, talking about forgiveness, this also brings me to another point, and, and that is sometimes I, I, I hear people talking about forgiveness and that like you have to get to that place of, you know, forgiving your, uh, your ex, praying for him, blessing him. Sometimes it's not, it's not, well, most of the time it's not easy, especially if this is in the beginning of, um, of the breakup. So don't push yourself that hard to get to, to a place of forgiveness if you're not there already. What I'd say is that doing these things that we talked about in this uh, in this video are going to help you to feel to to decrease the intensity of the emotions that you are having right now and when the emotions are less intense then you have higher chances of being able to to forgive that person because you're not you won't be pushing against how you're feeling um and you're not going to make yourself wrong for not being able to forgive that person. Um, I really hope that that, that all this, you know, um, makes sense. And please let me know down below if you have any comments about that. If you have, like, what are your thoughts? Have you tried something before? Um, what have you tried? What, what helped you? Are you in that place where you're still struggling with, um, you know, thinking about your ex? And also, let me know if you are interested in another uh, video that I'm making about the three steps that took me from pain to peace um, after the breakup that almost cost me my life years ago. It's it was it was a very very difficult place to be, and I'm more than grateful that I am over that point. So let me know if you're interested in that video. I'm creating it. I'm, I'm recording it today, and I'll be more than happy to share the uh, the link with you as well. 
Um, other than that, take care of yourself and have a wonderful um, day.